You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. To a certain group of horse crazy girls, tat catalogs were more than a way to buy brushes and halters. They were a connection to a world they longed to be a part of. Welcome to the Barn Stories podcast. I'm Lori Prince, editor of Equus Magazine. And I'm managing editor Christine Barakat. This podcast features our favorite essays and articles published in Equus over the past 40 years. Although Equus is known for articles on horse care and veterinary research, our editorial mission has always been guided by the bond that exists between horses and people. And each issue has featured a real-life story that celebrates how horses enrich our lives and touch our hearts. We've searched our archives, chosen the stories that resonated with our readers, and given them new life in this audio format. Longtime subscribers may recognize some of their favorite pieces. And if you're new to the Equus community, these stories will confirm that no matter what sort of saddle you sit in, a deep emotional connection to horses is something we all share. Both Lori and I have similar horse girl origin stories. We were both suburban girls from non-horsey families who were still powerfully drawn to horses. Beyond weekly lessons and 4-H activities, we didn't have a lot of access to the equestrian world, but we were undeterred. Those who grew up in a similar situation will be familiar with our coping strategies, reading all the horse books in the library, doodling horse heads on the margins of our school papers, and daydreaming endlessly about how we would set up a barn of our own. Which brings us to the topic of the essay in this episode. In it, the writer, who was also a horseless horse girl, recalls losing herself in the pages of tack catalogs. At times in her young life, the images on those glossy pages were her only connection to horses, and she spent hours pouring through them. I'm not sure I've ever related to a true tale more. Me neither. I've loved tack catalogs when I was a kid desperate for any connection to horses, and even today, I still love them. Do you think that horseless horse girls of the modern digital generation have their own version of the tack catalog? Maybe they make Pinterest boards or Amazon wish lists? I'm not sure, but I hope they do. Let's listen to The Stuff of Dreams, written by Mary Lynn Carpenter and read by Taylor Autumn. The glossy cover catches my eye. I hold the weight of it in my hands, and the feel of the paper between my fingertips is smooth, even slick. Pages full of equine-related items dance before my eyes. What is this treasure trove of possibility? Attack catalog. Online shopping certainly has benefits. A reduction in wasteful paper production has, no doubt, spared many trees and is positive for the environment. The convenience of a point-and-click shopping experience is hard to beat. And I would not want to go back in time. But I must say that I had a special relationship with the TAC catalog. One that is hard to forget. I grew up in the 1970s and 1980s. My immediate family was not equine-inclined, but an aunt who lived across the country introduced me to the wonderful world of horses during a vacation. Fully infected with the horse bug, I continued riding back at home, my life revolving around my weekly lessons. The lesson barn had a small tack shop on the premises. Looking at all the items for sale was the next best thing to spending time with a real horse. Those hours at the barn and the tack shop were precious. My schedule was dictated by family who loved me, but did not share my interest. 
This episode of Barn Stories is brought to you by El Encanto Resort in Costa Rica. Our cherished horses are more than a mere activity on a list. We are a bustling horse ranch with more than 50 of the finest Costa Rican bred horses and the heart of our sister property, the El Lugar Resort in Costa Rica. We create an adventure for you and your unique talent, abilities, and desires. What would make this the most beautiful experience of your life? We'd love to know. Learn more at www.elencanto.cr. Somewhere along the way, I discovered tack catalogs. Suddenly, I had a link to the horse world that did not involve waiting on adult transport. I could sit on the family couch or snuggle under the covers of my bed and immerse myself in all things equestrian. Those catalogs held all of my hopes, dreams, and ambitions for a life with horses. I spent many an hour envisioning my ideal horse and all the activities we would do together. I carefully crafted lists of all the items that would be necessary for this wonderful, imagined life together. When I finally did get my first horse, about 20 years later, I gathered every tack catalog that I could find. Going through those pages to actually purchase items for a real live horse of my own was an immense pleasure, a satisfying end to all my years of waiting. My first horse's name was Blue, and that became his barn color. I took great care to find as many light-colored tack and accessories as I could. I satisfied my desire to have almost everything matching, right down to the particular shade of blue that looked best with my new gelding's coat color. The act of once again thumbing through tack catalog pages triggered many childhood memories for me. I experienced a strong sense of deja vu. I had been here before. Except this time, my heart was not bursting with longing for a horse, and my need for tack was not imagined. Fast forward again a couple of decades, and Blue is no longer with me. Since his passing, other horses have come into my life. I still regularly shop for tack and accessories, but now I mostly use my computer or my smartphone. We adapt to technological innovations, welcoming the positive changes that they bring. But I sometimes wonder how we will integrate them into our memories. Had I grown up scrolling through images on my smartphone, would I have experienced the same visceral response to tack shopping? Years from now, when the smartphone has been replaced by some other gadget, will I write about bittersweet moments associated with using my touchscreen to select my new tech? Perhaps. But one thing I know for sure is that the tech catalog will always hold a special place in my heart. Thanks for listening to Barn Stories. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a favorite article or essay from the Equus Archives that you'd like us to feature in a future podcast, let us know. You can reach us at equusbarnstories, all one word, at gmail.com. Did you enjoy this episode of Barn Stories? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. The Barn Stories podcast is a production of the Equine Podcast Network, an entity of the Equine Network.